This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, talking Tigers with you here in the midst of spring training camp. Bring in Jason Beck to get the latest from Lakeland, Florida. Beck, how the heck are you? Uh, pretty warm and enjoying the sun here in uh, Central Florida, where uh, teams seem to be leaving, but the Tigers uh, are basking in the sun. Hold on a second, guys. Naturally, I'm doing this right when they decide to uh, practice the national anthem. I'm trying to find a. It's a good timing. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'm going to try to get away from this stuff. Uh, it should be better, I think. Okay, let's pick it up from there. All right. <clears throat> well, Beck, uh, I'm glad you're doing well. The Tigers did get some bad news, though, or specifically Cameron Macon. Maybe got some bad news when uh, that hit-by-pitch revealed a hairline fracture in the wrist. So he's out for up to six weeks. What does this mean for center field? Well, it means that the job is Anthony Ghost's for, for the foreseeable future until Mabin gets back into the swing of things, which might take a while even after he does come back since he really uh, hasn't done much work at all outfield-wise. Uh, he, even before the, the wrist injury, he had a sore shoulder from slipping and falling off his porch right before coming down to spring training. I guess it, uh, during one of the storms that went through uh, North Carolina, I guess some ice got on his porch and he banged up his shoulder. He had his kid in his arms and he didn't drop his kid, thank goodness, but he did bang up his shoulder. So, really, he was behind schedule even before this. So, we're going to have to wait and see when he can get into really playing shape outfield-wise. Uh the, uh, the hit-by-pitch happened in a game. He was DHing, so he he was able to swing. But And he had been throwing the bases in workouts, but he hadn't been ready for game action. So he's he's going to have some catching up to do once he gets cleared from the uh, from wrist injury, uh, which means that Anthony Ghost, for the time being, unless something changes, is going to be close to an everyday player. And that the Tigers will probably at least have to look into – who they would carry to back up ghosts in center field when the season starts. Yeah, that's going to be the, the bigger question opportunity for, for someone else in the mix. But I, I wanted to harp on ghosts here for a second. Obviously, at a sensational spring camp last year uh, to secure a, a regular role, and then he had a great start to the season. Um, but I think the biggest surprise about his season was not nothing that happened offensively. It was defensively. Uh, the metrics, the advanced metrics, were not kind to him. And now, in turn, he's not kind to the advanced metrics, it sounds like. 
Yeah, it, uh, it's funny. The uh, the fine folks at StatCast felt bad about this and <laughs> tried to uh, make peace with him by pointing out a positive stat of his that I think he was like seventh or maybe even tied for fifth in the number of routes run with like 98% efficiency or better. Oh, there you go. Sounds like a convoluted way of saying that he ran – at the ball in a straight line as often or more often than, than most center fielders in baseball. <laughs> uh, so he's got that going for him. Um, this is kind of, and, and Ghost and, and Brad Austin kind of talked about this uh, after it all came out. This has kind of been one of the things that they've been working on is that Ghost likes to play a shallow center field, but he feels good running back on balls as opposed to playing deep and running in. The Tigers have tried to get him to play a little bit deeper, but over the course of the season, as he was playing, he tended to creep up where he was more comfortable. So they're going to have to find a happy medium there. Um, and they're going to also be trying to shift him, I think, is part of a, a more general outfield shift against hitters in positions where he's got uh, less ground to cover when the ball's hit and maybe giving him a better chance on some balls that, that might have gone over his head or might have been just out of his reach last season. So we'll see how that goes. It was something that Brad Ausmus was talking about during the offseason. I think we're going to try to implement it uh, uh, from the outset here, but uh, we'll see what happens, and we'll see what type of impact that has on metrics. Yeah, and it's it's hard to know which what what to trust. Sometimes the metrics uh, uh, disagree with each other, so it, it's hard to know exactly uh, how to value uh, which stat. But um, you know, I mean, to my eyes, Anthony Ghost does a decent job in center field, so uh, obviously he is the guy uh, for opening day. Uh, let's talk about the rotation back. Anibal Sanchez, of course, battled injuries down the stretch last season, and he's been battling uh, right triceps inflammation uh, here in spring camp. How big of a concern is that? They're saying it's not a major concern, uh, but it seems to linger. And now uh, his throwing program got, got delayed just a little bit by some sort of bronchial illness that he picked up. And, uh, his voice is pretty much gone. He can barely talk, which, you know, is kind of a good way of him not having to talk about his injury every day with, with reporters, too, I suppose. But it really, the voice really is gone. Uh, but he seems to be trying to throw through that now and uh, get on his, his pitching program anyways. Uh, if he keeps progressing, it wouldn't be a shock if he's throwing by uh, this point next week, if not sooner which should give him enough time to get back in line in, in the rotation order and be ready for, for the start of the season. Might just have a little bit of flexibility on that end because they have the a two-game series with the Marlins to open the year, followed by an off day, followed by their home opener. They wouldn't need a fifth starter for like the first uh, until about a week into the season. So um, for, for the longest time, we've kind of figured that that would give them flexibility in terms of not having to use a fifth starter 
right away and maybe watching Daniel Norris's innings or, or maybe another guy if, if somebody else would make it. But you know, maybe now they use Norris the first time through in maybe substantials if they have to. Uh, I saw Brian Holiday hit two home runs the other day. Uh, is there any way he can play himself into the catching situation? I mean, obviously – He's third man on the depth chart, so that doesn't look good. But uh, uh, what's the status there with uh, you know how he fits into this mix? Well, for now, he's playing himself into some pretty good nicknames. Uh, you know, with his uh, propensity for for bunt singles last year, I'd taken to calling him Button Brian Holiday. But now, <laughs> I think with his power hitting, it's, it's bashing Brian Holiday. All right. And uh, others around the Tigers clubhouse have been nicknamed him. Uh, Babe Ruth in the last few days. I think uh, Cabrera was calling him that around the, around the clubhouse the other day. Uh, a couple other guys, too. Um, it, it, I think a lot of it depends on what Felta Lamakia does. Realistically, it's probably his job to lose. Um, you don't go out and get a guy like that and also get a hitter like that if you're not intending to play him. Um, He's, he would seem to complement McCann better, at least from an offensive standpoint. But the thing is, you know, the, the better Holiday plays, the more you can see him in a role. And now they're trying to get him a little bit of uh, versatility value, which could help him out either here or, or probably even more so with another team. They put him in at third base for a few innings the other day. He's been taking fly balls field, uh, and that was something that they had in mind before they signed Mike Avila to kind of be that super utility guy. So now you can conceivably have a situation where Brian Holiday is not only able to play um, you know, multiple positions, infield and outfield. Remember, he also played second base in the pinch uh, last year, too. But he can also hit if he keeps us up. Uh, yeah, and again, we've seen how early spring performances kind of dissipate. But if he keeps us up, he could have actually a surprising trade value on the market if the Tigers didn't want to yeah. keep him. But if he can do all this stuff, might the Tigers want to keep him and just kind of eat the investment in Salto Market since he's only making just over the, the major league minimum with them and the bulk of his contract is being covered by that deal the Marlins signed him to a couple of years ago. Well, that's a that's a great uh, value analysis, Beck, and I want you to do one more for me here at the end of this podcast. Uh, I think everybody listening, or most people listening, know the wins above replacement stat is a player's value relative to a, a replacement-level player. Okay? But I want you to break down Justin Verlander's orange Lamborghini Relative to your rental car, I want wins above rental car. Oh, wow. Uh, I was pretty happy with my rental car this spring. It, I, I got a Jeep Renegade that had relatively few miles on it, and you know, I, I was able to pack stuff in and uh, you know, got some pretty good pep in it. It's already been to Fort Myers and back. Uh, that said, it's not an orange Lamborghini. I would say it's a good, solid, I'd say Lamborghini's a good, solid eight to ten wins above the value of my rental. That's an MVP season. 
Eight to ten. I, I think it is. Yeah, and that's in fairness. When we're talking Lamborghinis, we're talking high value above any. Rental well, of course, car. Yeah. I think you're going to find unless you go into that sports car category, which I've never seen. Yeah. E- yeah e- even in the value valued uh, Emerald Isle. <laughs> It sounds like you did not get uh, an extreme upgrade option there, so that's uh, that's all right. Though it's it's only six or seven weeks of your life back. Uh, if you could tour around in a Lamborghini for six or seven weeks, that would be a pretty good spring for you. But maybe next year. Uh, I want to thank Jason Beck for joining us and breaking down all things Tigers, right down to their automobiles. And thank you all for listening. This has been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.